Good morning, everyone, and welcome to a special edition of the Tweet Cap. We've got two guests for you this week and one very familiar face. Matt, welcome back to the Tweet Cap. Thanks for having me. Glad to be back. And a second, also very familiar face, Rocky, making his, what, third Tweet Cap appearance. Yeah, something like that. There you go. Two, uh, two veterans of the Tweet Cap, which makes sense mm-hmm. because we're doing it slightly differently. I'm not going to talk about what was trending just this week because this has been going on now. Well, it's been going on for a long time, depending on who you ask. But this has been trending for the last three weeks. This is, We've seen cancel this, boycott that. Various different products and people all being put on blast on Twitter. And then, you know, usually the people putting them on blast getting blasted themselves by those who disagree. Uh, Bill Maher, last two, well, it is not this Saturday, but last Saturday, actually did an entire segment on cancel culture as it relates to <laughs> Justin Timberlake. Um, Bill Maher, of course, has done this before, so that's not shocking. But it does show you that this has been going on for a long time. Oh, uh, Speaking of last week's episode, uh, CPAC, cancel culture was the cornerstone of Donald Trump's speech at CPAC. So I'll say for my own personal edification, the two people in this group with me are the two people I know who are most vocal when it happens. (laughs) I get I usually get a message from one or both of you. Sometimes at the same time, my phone does a nice, weird little like double jingle because you both texted me at the same time something started trending when it comes to cancel. So I wanted to put both of you on to talk about cancel culture. And I think we should go back to, I want to go all the way back to Justin Timberlake, because that's kind of old news. I mean, people have been talking about Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears and Janet Jackson for a long time. But I want to talk about first, Mr. Potato Head or Potato Head. You both texted me about this, and I wanted to get your unfiltered thoughts on the change from Mr. Potato Head to Potato Head. Whichever one of you wants to go. I guess with, uh, you know, when it comes to cancel culture, as, as I've said on both my podcasts uh, and productive conversations, as well as this one, mm-hmm. is I think it's very fair and justified and the right thing to do to cancel. And when we define cancel, completely re- destroy the reputation and remove them, try to remove their mark from society. I think. If somebody commits a crime or says something deliberately offensive and was deliberately making it a goal to be defensive, uh, offensive like that and deliberately try to hurt people's feelings without be- saying a joke, I think it's fair to say, hey, we have to reconsider how we perceive this person. And then uh, that's my personal support with cancel culture when that happens, especially. I think this really started to manifest more and more in the Me Too movement, which was a very important movement to change toxic work environments, to make it a safer, more fair working environment for women. I think that was great. And most of, if not almost all those people who fairly got canceled for making women uncomfortable and doing the awful things you're, to you're women. Talking that like Matt Lauer. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, your Matt Lowers, your Harvey Weinsteins, your Bill Cosby's, those guys who deliberately committed crimes and created toxic work environments, they are canceled for the right things. And stemming from that, I don't want to say the word people got carried away with 
trying to cancel ruin people's reputation and careers. I'll say but, that. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to say that in the, you know, I guess I guess it's fair to say, yes, yeah, so people did get, with the, for lack of a better term, to get carried away and tried their best to just ruin people's careers, especially whether it comes to comedians who are doing bits, whether it comes to changing our way society views. It's it's been something to really needing to keep track of and stuff like that. And, you know, that's my long-winded answer to bring it around for Mr. Potato Head, now Potato Head, and why that was changed deliberately. Why do they quote-unquote cancel Mr. Potato Head? Basically, my answer and what I want to know first is who made the decision to change Potato Head? Now, I understand the importance of gender roles being changed now and and stuff like that. So. And that is very important. It's time to branch off of those people and give them and allow, validate how they feel and being who they are. I just wonder if whether people from that community often made complaints to the Hasbro as the parent company creates Mr. Potato Head to do it. Did that Mr. Potato Head division just want to change this as a way for marketing? I'm sure, I don't know the exact numbers, but I'm sure Potato Head um sales have gone up the, since the, this situation happened yeah i don't know the evidence know. to support that i know for a fact that, like dr seuss books like they were the best-selling books over the past couple of weeks since quote-unquote dr seuss got canceled even though he really canceled himself but i'm just saying i would love to hear the other perspective on why they want to change things why do they want to quote-unquote cancel these people why did Mr. Potato change? I know there was a lot of talking, but um, no, that's uh, all right. That's how I feel. <laughs> that was that. That's what we asked. I mean, we'll keep it to Potato Head, and then we'll get into Doctor Seuss and Lola Bunny and Elmer Fudd and everyone else yeah. who's run into some issues Elmer the past. Fudd. Yeah, uh, Matt showed me that one. I don't believe it's gotten <laughs> as much steam, but I did some research on that, Matt. I heard Pepe Le Pew. I didn't hear Elmer Fudd. Yeah, well, so yeah, yeah he's he's promoting animal cruelty. Yeah, Elmer uh, Elmer Fudd with the gun and stuff. Although I, I, we'll get into Elmer Fudd, but I want to get Rocky's answer first. So yeah, just going off on that side, like um, the first time I noticed cancel culture was the Me Too movement, and it was for valid reasons. Like these people shouldn't be outed as you know the predators that they are. And that was a good thing. But once that went away or once that, you know, died down, Twitter became a little power hungry and they realized they had this newfound power and they didn't want to lose that power. So what do they do? They find things to be outraged at in order to keep that power. And that's how we end up with cases like Mr. Potato Head, where there's not actually a controversy, but they have to find a controversy in order to stay relevant and, you know, well, stay like have this power to cancel things. Right. And so but. I feel like you're looking at it sideways. I don't believe in someone can correct me, but I mean, I think it's pretty well documented. I'm on Twitter pretty much every day. Uh, and I don't recall in the days or weeks leading up to the change of Mr. Potato Head to Potato Head. I didn't recall anyone, anyone. And I'm sure someone on the far corners of the Internet was probably screaming at a cloud, but no one was asking them to do that. They made their own decision to do that. And yeah. so I'm saying, how can you the only outrage came afterward? People were outraged that they changed it. Nobody was outraged to create the change. And the same thing happens with Dr. Seuss. 
nobody was like, you must get rid of these books. They got rid of the books and then the outrage came. So is that really cancel culture outrage or is that people being outraged about just regular changes? Compare it to another toy that gets talked about. It's been talked about even before the Me Too movement, which is Barbie. And that Barbie was argued that it's harmful for girls and body image. And there's actual credible, you know, harm that can happen to these girls that, you know, have these unrealistic body types Barbies. When you, and so you understand why they'd want to change that. And there should be no outrage if they do change that. And they didn't. Maybe even the outrage if they do change and didn't change it. But that can't be applied here. There's no, as far as I know, there's no harm with Mr. Potato Head up until this point. Like it doesn't, you know. But, there, but no one was claiming any harm, right? No one said it was harmful. I so they I think just, that's where the outrage is coming from. I mean, so yeah. they're still selling. So I looked into it. They're still selling both the Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head doll. It's exactly the same. The box on the outside just says potato head on it. And same with like they've got a, a young potato head. They've got like they basically have a family now of potatoes, uh, which, again, insane that this toy has any sales in 2021 when, you know, you can play video games or, you know, anything. I, I would I mean, I would prefer to sit quietly in the grass than to play with a potato. But whatever. just like they said, with Toy Story, if Toy Story came out today, it'd be about a kid in his iPad. <laughs> well, but seriously, who's gonna play with a potato, a fake potato, instead of you know their iPhone? But anyway, all of them are exactly the same looking. They haven't like taken anything off the shelves. It's just basically a rebrand, and I just don't see how that. Again, all of the outrage came after the rebrand. No one said rebrand yeah. your product or else. Like, all right, so there's a group of people who are right now picketing, starting on tomorrow. Picketing Amazon because of their. Uh, I was just about to mention that in Alabama. Yeah, because of the Alabama situation, uh, Amazon's kind of uh, apparently, according to the internet, I don't know much more else. I just saw it today. Is yeah. Alabama is not really doing a good job at unionizing. Amazon's kind of pushing them on their uh, their goal to be a union, and so people are saying to boycott Prime tomorrow and actually all next week. And so yeah, if 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 they boycott Prime, and you know it works, then yeah, the outrage came first, and then came the action. But if, you know, the Alabama Amazon employees just unionized on tomorrow without any outrage, and then everyone got outraged that they were forced to unionize, again, the outrage came second. And we saw this with the cat in the hat as well. I mean, six books, and one of those, by the way, I actually like my, my mom can't find it. We have a $10,000 book somewhere in our possession and we can't find it. Um, but um, I think I saw it on Mulberry Street. I definitely read that book. My mom yeah. definitely read it to all of us. We have it somewhere. I, I liked that book. Um, but I, to be honest with you, I didn't resonate with any of the imagery that was problematic within the book. But that doesn't mean other people didn't. I what barely remember what that book is about. I know there was a donkey on a street and it kind of just snowballs from there. Um, but like it's it's six books out of a trillion, and they chose to do it themselves. Like no one said, by the way, got to cancel this book, got to get rid of the book because it's a bad book. I mean, people throughout the years have been like, hey, those are bad images, but they've survived for years hearing, you know, Doctor Seuss has bad images, and now this year they decided, you know what? Yeah, we should get rid of this book. It's got some bad imagery. We're trying to protect his legacy because he is still, you know, the premier children's author. I mean, even still today, everyone knows what the cat in the hat is. Um, And it's not because of Mike Myers. So Mm -hmm. I think that 
That's a cancel make... culture movie. <laughs> is that could be fairly well I mean that could Oh you're okay if we canceled the Cat in the Hat movie with Mike Myers. Well, <laughs> am I okay movie. with it? Not I mean not necessarily okay. I mean okay. You wouldn't I mean, lose I any would sleep understand. if it went away. I'd have more yeah, I'd have more <laughs> understanding why you would cancel the cat in the hat. What's better? Uh cat in the hat movie or cat's movie? The cat in the hat is a movie. Even though they're both pretty shit, but I mean, the Cat in the Hat musical had like you—you you were just going off a blueprint. There's no direction, bad CGI. Uh, it's oh, everyone except Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, still haven't seen that deep cut, Rocky. I'm not going to call it what it is. I'm just going to call it the deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> unedited version. The unedited version. So I haven't seen that yet. And the Cat in the Hat ha- does have offensive jokes. They do have uh, a lot of adult innuendos that I think. Well, adult innuendos. That line, is fine. I mean, it's sometimes just the lines like "you dirty hoe." And oh, he has that I mean, that wasn't for kids, head. right? That was for the adults. Yeah, I'm saying it's fine for the adults, but I'm saying if more if Universal disowned it, I would. Oh, if Universal said we're not going to put this out anymore. Okay. Yeah, exactly. If they Gone with the Wind. <laughs> well, I mean, Gone with the Wind came back though. Gone with the yeah. Wind. Now it's back. They just put a warning on it. And I think Rocky's the one who brought that up with Dr. Seuss to me privately was he feels like it may have been better to at least start. You know what they put a warning. a warning on in the um you know what they did? Didn't get a lot of news, but they did do it is Disney, Disney owned, Disney Plus, mm-hmm. successful Disney Plus, the Muppet Show is was put on Disney Plus, the original one from the seventies and eighties. Got a They do put a warning. Yeah, they put a warning on it before that. No big news or anything there. I guess no one wants to cancel the Muppets yet. Well, I but, mean, um, but again, it'd be ridiculous to cancel the Muppets. Yeah, they're essential. But not for every episode. Some episodes you might want to get rid of. Yeah, and they just put the warning on it. Like, I agree with Rocky there. Why don't we just, instead of removing it, just say, hey, be aware that this, you know, might but if may, Jim, if Jim Hansen's estate is the one who says we should just get rid of this character or these episodes because it wasn't my best work, it's it, you know it's kind of offensive. Though who are we to say no? I mean, basically, we right. The question now is: Is art forever now that we have the internet? Is Doctor Seuss allowed to get rid of one of his books? Because I mean, yes, Doctor Seuss is dead, but Doctor Seuss's family is the person who works with the Doctor Seuss Enterprise to put out these books. They're the ones receiving the profits. They're the ones who are concerned about his legacy. So I'm going to call them Dr. Seuss because for all intents and purposes, they own it. It's theirs. So if Dr. Seuss says, no, this wasn't my best work. And in the 90s, by the way, he himself, while he was alive, he died in 91, did say, yeah, some of my work wasn't wasn't good. Some of my work could have been better. Um, so if they're like taking that this time now that we're having these larger conversations to say, you know, he wasn't proud of this. We're not proud of this. We want to retire this book. We want to take this book off of shelves. We don't want to be publishing this anymore because it doesn't reflect who we are, doesn't reflect who Dr. Seuss was, at least not at the end, or who he wanted to be even. Like, are we saying because the internet exists now, you have to leave it up? Because what if somebody liked it? That's rid- I mean, that to me, that's ridiculous. That you basically were saying no one has control of their own art anymore. I mean, so, to go to your point about the movie, Universal, yeah, if Universal's like, let's stop showing the cat in the hat, that's fine. Could you imagine if everyone said, you canceled the cat in the hat movie? What's wrong with you? <laughs> it's their movie. They made it. 
they can take it down whenever they want. If Twitter can force someone to keep material up, problematic or otherwise, then Twitter basically owns all of art. Twitter owns culture. You can't take anything or add anything without their approval. And that's, I mean, that's the quickest way to lose art is to tell artists that they have no control over what they're doing, right? The I think to lose art is to take it off the shelves and make it so you can't buy it anymore. But if the artist said don't don't put it on the shelves, then the what is the problem? Yeah, yes. they did. The artist, Dr. Seuss said that. Uh, I mean, his family, but... Well, like, one thing, say, like, you know, for example, we all know Mel Brooks' famous classic, Blazing Saddles, yeah. which is, 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 even though it's a parody of Western films, it is pretty racist, that even though they're deliberately making fun of this type of Hollywood innuendos, they still would, I feel people would still take the jokes too literally. And again, maybe want to say, should we remove the Bell Brooks catalogs? Should we move some of those movies with those themes? If, but if Mel Brooks decides in his, uh, in his, at well, this Brooks point of his life, movie, unfortunately, so he doesn't get to decide. Like anyone, you know, if the studios decide and with Mel Brooks' blessing to remove them, is it the right thing to do too? I don't know. That's where the things get carried away. Well, so that's what I'm saying. Like, you could clearly put the you could clearly put a viewer discretion advice graphic. Yeah, you could, before. and I'm not saying that that's not a. Uh, I mean, so I watched all three of the Rush Hour movies uh, over the course of this pandemic. I love those movies, and I had Melissa watch them for the first time. And each one of them now comes with a warning at the beginning. Okay, that's fine. Obviously, it needs one <laughs> after rewatching the movie. I was like, yeah, I could see why that warning is there. Uh, there's some racial jokes. Um, in you know regard to Jackie Chan's character in particular, but if the studio said, "Listen, these movies, we don't want to keep putting them out there. We don't want these movies to be out." I mean, I love those movies. I don't want them to go away. I would much rather they you know do something to try and show you know educate people. Say this is you know a product of its time. Entertainment was seen differently, not better, just differently. Um, and we've grown since then. And so you know, take it in the context of you know. It's era. I would much prefer that. But I can't fault someone for saying this was not my best work. I don't stand by this work anymore. I'm getting rid of it. Now, if you canceled every single Jackie Chan movie because he starred in Rush Hour. Yeah, that's canceled. That's literally canceling. That'd be like, again, Mel Brooks. You can't watch another Mel Brooks movie because he made one. You know, he made that one movie. That would be ridiculous. Mel Brooks has been in movies that have nothing to do with anything controversial. Same with, again, Jackie Chan. So if the cat in the hat was banned because of depictions of, you know, racism in If I Ran the Zoo, then I would agree with you. You're canceling Dr. Seuss. You're forcing, again, and you're forcing them to do it because of, you know, one action. But it wasn't, it, they didn't do that. They just said, all right, this book is bad. I want to take it off. So that way it's not being put out there anymore. And I just don't see how that's canceling at all. If the book, all the other books still exist. Dr. Seuss is still a gazillionaire. His family, rather. I know Rocky's getting confused because he keeps saying Dr. Seuss. But estate behind Michael Jackson. What do you mean? The estate behind Michael Jackson. What's wrong with them? No, his estate, the Dr. Seuss estate, is the second most profitable estate behind Michael Jackson. Right. So you think getting rid of six books that pretty much nobody was reading anyway 
is going to be a problem. Well, they became bestsellers this week because of their announcement. Well, yeah, and Morgan Whalen was the number one artist on, like, you know, the number one artist on iTunes and Billboard after the, the racial slurs he used were leaked to TMZ. That people are a contrarian. That's how we exist it's as a society. Don't want these items to be removed. Like, yeah, and you don't want to encourage them to close other ones. I'd start cancel, start canceling the cancel again. Like, I think that's um, one of the issues too with canceling these minute things. You just cancel every little thing that can be looked at differently. And like I told you, um, um, Ryan, the jokes on canceling and stuff like that. You can literally make a case for everything. They should cancel. <laughs> I don't know. Should we cancel? You know, Veggie Tales are they being? Are they making fun of fruits? Someone can make those ridiculous things like that. Or right, but when they're ridic- like- but when they're ridiculous, it doesn't stick, and then it's just a trendy hashtag for a day. No, when they're ridiculous, they can still stick because they have stuck. But they haven't. You literally just did. But Doctor Seuss didn't get canceled. So he chose to do it. Also canceled the uncancelable. Like we know about Michael Jackson and his accusations and the uh, people the already don't listen down. to him anymore. People have already started to boycott Michael Jackson. Yeah, but, but there's still no. There's still a lot of people who still bump them and he'll go crazy. But like, is he? Do we start canceling the uncancelable ones too? Like you could just it's, it's just it's, it's funny how far you could make. But if his if so his estate cancel Jesus, he didn't cancel every Jesus didn't help everyone in the whole world. Is mm-hmm. Jesus gonna be canceled? I mean, yeah, he was quite famously canceled on a cross. That was that was kind of the point, but <laughs> true. That was I mean, literally, that was the point. Uh, but no, I mean, like if I'm Michael Jackson, I mean, Michael Jackson, maybe he should be. You know, maybe there should be greater scrutiny on Michael Jackson. I'm not. Like, should should Spotify that. remove Michael Jackson from? Has anyone asked for that? Like, oh yeah, I mean, not with loud voices, but of course. Okay, well if. If a loud number of voices says cancel Michael Jackson, remove him from Spotify, and then they do it, then that would be canceled. Yeah. If they just I know just, should he they, though. Should he though? Should he? I mean, honestly, I guess he's probably a contender. I listen to Michael Jackson music still, by the way. But I mean, he's probably still a contender. <laughs> I mean, he's certainly what he's accused of is not good. <laughs> uh and I think nope. it's probably more than accusations at this point. I think we've proven, you know, beyond a reasonable doubt that he did definitely he definitely did some bad um while he was creating all of that good music so i would say that yes if somebody like if somebody did cancel word. him i don't know what you could uh i don't know if i could make i could make a case saying they shouldn't and i but again yeah, i think it's fine to my word book, so. what he did was committing crimes and uh you know we'll never know we'll never know the truth so it's uh it's insane but yeah i just you just wonder and see as we keep pushing through can we keep well, this is this going to be a thing for the rest of our lives? Is canceling? I mean, the rest of our lives. We'll just see more people get canceled. Isn't it canceled, just changing? Isn't life? it just changing pace? Like I don't. Again, in the Michael Jackson scenario, yes. If a group of people say stop playing Michael Jackson, he committed crimes. He's got to go, and then we do it. That's changing. We cancel comedians who are making bits and jokes, and they're deliberately doing like I mean, on stage. What is like the joke about? Like, what about you know, the guy that's crazy? Have you heard his stand-up? He got canceled. <laughs> he did get canceled because it was horrible. It was really bad. And, yeah, he was on a stage when he did it. It was part of his one-man show or whatever. 
So yeah, yeah no, I don't. He also like deliberately come at someone in the audience too. That's part, I'm of, just, a, that's part of a comedy show. How you handle a heckler is absolutely part of a comedy show. Like, I'm not too familiar with the, the I know he got kids. So I don't know exactly what he said, but I know it was racist. And racism is not good. So, no. um, bold stance. So, yeah, that, I mean, that, you make a fair contrary point too with that. But I think he was deliberately showing racist actions. I do get, I, I think, notice I say, I think, I don't know, allegedly. Allegedly, he was letting his true feelings out. And that's what it wasn't a bit anymore. But I mean, so then basically, a comedian can always add, but that was a bit. Say whatever they feel, as long as they're on a stage. Yeah, and then they say, it's and that was a bit. It's, a, it, it's and that's where the fine line comes in. And, uh, I, I don't. That's why I don't think it should be that fine line. It. I mean, right. you know, we and talk about free markets all the time. If people don't like it, too. then you don't get to have a career. If no one listens to you as a comedian, then you don't have a career. So yeah, and you can be funny without being edgy. I mean, I said when I got paralyzed, I watched Keenan and Kel. They had just some hilarious seven jokes. <laughs> where Keenan, where Kel makes a painting, and I don't know why it just found it so funny. It's just it was called Sunset Funset. That made me laugh. So I had a I have Sunset a playlist. I have a playlist, a summer playlist called Summer Fummer. So <laughs> maybe that was a subconscious from watching that episode when I was a kid. And I don't then, know. But this, but, and then I looked at this joke. Could someone be offended? The joke was the girl next to him wrote, made a painting. And the painting was flower in a pot of soil. And then Keith goes, You know what you should call that? Clara with a pot of no talent. I don't think that's cancelable. It's funny. Yeah, but he was being mean. Should we cancel people being mean too? Oh, mean is not why people are being cancelled. I don't, I think Matt Lauer far exceeded mean. Yes, that was cool. What? About Ellen. She didn't get canceled. She's not canceled. They tried to. They tried to cancel for being mean. Right, but she didn't. She has a TV show. She's the executive producer on everything we watch on television. True. But people did ask for her exit. Yeah. She just didn't. And the studio didn't follow. The studio didn't see it as necessary. So, yes, let me make this as. Do we do literal canceling or up for cancellation? Is that something we. Could bring it to the forum now. You are up for canceling. No, I mean people on Twitter were tweeting all kinds of ridiculous things. They always have. Doesn't make it true. I've tweeted ridiculous things. <laughs> but yeah, I know. And uh I mean we've all we've all been there and like and when it comes to cancel culture, I mean all I just want again, like I said, commit a crime. You're an awful human being. You deserve to be erased, especially Again, with the crimes and doing well, and deliberately crime, doing the wrong. I don't know about like petty theft or DUI, but right, right. But you know, <laughs> well, the DUI is actually pretty bad. But yeah, yeah. the DUI is pretty bad. Yeah, but, the, but like you know, of course, the, we know we know the categories. If you do a right, well, what about like OJ Simpson though? Yeah, he went to know, jail. He served his time, and now he's out. And there's a market for his content, I guess. Apparently, <laughs> his tw- yes. Well, you know, he did. I think. It's fair to say that he, there's a good chance that he have committed murder, but we don't. But he did go to jail, not for murder, but he did go to jail. For theft, yeah, he got paroled. But is, I don't, I guess, yeah, OJ is technically canceled. I mean, he has his Twitter that makes people laugh, oddly. But also at the same time, you know, he can't go get hired on, he can't cover well, he sports could. anywhere. Maybe I not mean, sports, but he could some, find a job. No one will watch. I mean, you'll, you'll have outrage when people are angry, but. 
Your boy Joe Rogan hired OJ. Michael Vick got hired, though. Yeah. He's that was a, a crime. For some news or some sports. And he, went, and he went to jail for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but there, I think, I mean, we're going to pick. Obviously, what both those guys did were awful. Well, yes. One, Organizing one dog fights and then no, also getting murdered. Yeah. But that's, again, it's just, you know, we could go all day with, with. At the end of the day, I just hope that there's more of open discussions of why these things are getting canceled. Maybe have better understanding. Uh, like, sounds like we can't I, even like earlier in, Yeah, that could be <laughs> a thing, too. No, there is no definition. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying my definition is right, but it sounds like, I mean, again, if you take it down yourself, you didn't get it canceled. You just took it down. It could just be the outrage of a slow news day, too. That's like you said. It's just, well, but it's it's got, this is going on for three weeks, though. That's the only reason I decided to cover it. Because there was other stuff that happened this week. There's other stuff that happened last week. And I did cover something else last week. But yeah. in the last three weeks, I've been seeing cancel culture this, cancel culture that, and seeing various hashtags of things you know that either are they're proposing to be canceled or things that have changed that other people are crying cancel culture at. And so I, that's why I'm curious. Like, just again, as two people who both, you know, use the internet a lot. I mean, you guys, I'm not surprised. I knew exactly what you were going to say when you came on. That's why I asked you. But uh, um, it's just interesting to me to see how we, we, meaning all of us, society, feels entitled to other people's stuff. I think that's what it comes down to. There's no reason why we need to have a Mr. Potato Head on the box for Mr. Potato Head. We just feel entitled to have that. There's no yes. reason why we have to buy, you know, if I ran the zoo. If the author wants to take it off shelves, but we feel entitled to have that. So I think it's act- it's interesting. I didn't even think of it this way until hearing, you know, the arguments around it, because in my mind, it's not cancel culture. In my mind, the author said, ah, or the author's family said, ah, maybe we should take that one out. Wasn't my best work. Didn't hold up to the, you know, didn't hold up to modern day. Uh, yeah. Same with Lola Bunny. Ridiculous. You can't judge things from the past based on the standards of now. Like, no, but if you're the creator and you're like, yeah. This doesn't this doesn't sit so well anymore. Let me pull it. Then you're the creator. Not allowed to talk about Huckleberry Finn anymore. You can if you want to, but if uh, if the group behind responsible for uh, Mark Twain's library said we should probably stop publishing Huckleberry Finn, then what are we supposed to do? Say cancel culture and hope that they keep it up on eBay right now. Yeah, you can. It's worth ten thousand dollars. I just checked. I just checked. They're on eBay. Taking down the sales. Can't they tell well, you because the price guys. gouging? I just told you the book's worth ten thousand dollars on eBay. Conduct. I is literally it, just looked at the conduct. You cannot sell these books anymore. Yeah, probably because again, people are selling them for ten thousand dollars, and probably has nothing to do with That's, the actual book. It says offensive. Conduct. I could get it from the library today. I again, I checked. I, mean, I, I checked could go it. to the Edison Library today. These open discussions to see what we're talking about. What's the cancel for? I think that's another fair thing. That we should just talk and have more of these conversations. Why is this no more? And if we understand it, good. And they can move on and do what we can to guide ourselves not get canceled and just do the best yeah. we can as human beings. But and maybe and maybe that's part of that. I mean, maybe that's why the family of maybe that's why Warner changed Lola Bunny's look or trying to move on to those ones too, because those are more recent. Or again, back to Dr. Seuss, maybe that's why the Seuss Enterprise pulled those books because they're like, we we see the trend. We see that people are looking at, you know, past art, past designs, 
And they're, whether you think it's fair or not, they're certainly applying a modern day standard to it. So the best thing to do is voluntarily, in a show of good faith, say, yes, we acknowledge, we own that this, we, that this isn't you know, good anymore, that this doesn't hold up to current standards. And so we're making our own voluntary choice to change it. We're, we're not waiting until someone comes out and there's a massive campaign because of something is offensive. We see the risk, we see the issue, and we're going to do something on our end now to get rid of it, to make the risk go away to make the offensive content go away. Or in the case of like a movie like Gone with the Wind, to put the trigger warning or to put the, you know, the warning about when the movie was made, all that stuff, something. And so I just don't, if the, if the way the artist wants to do something is to rewrite it or to just take it off the shelves or to put a warning, all three of those things, that's up to the artist. I don't see how we can say, no, you shouldn't have done that. You know what I mean? Like, if that's what they wanted to do, then that's what they should do. You think I, they want to stop making money? They're not going to stop making money. They, they made more money. They made more money. They literally made more money. They're not <laughs> the secondary market. They're not selling these books. Yeah, but all the rest of their books went up in sales. <laughs> they made more money. To lose money by not selling these books? They're not losing money. No one was buying these books anyway. By doing no. this, they increase the sale of Cat in the Hat. Yeah, that's which maybe is the book everyone's reading anyway. They're just low key trying to get <laughs> this as a marketing ploy. Marketing it's not campaign. a ploy. It's just that we'll cancel these books because they're really. I mean, Mulberry Street came out in 1934. Nothing about the world in 1934 is particularly relevant mm. to people in 2021. Kids, I'm talking about kids. The world that they're growing up in right now in 2021 has nothing to do with the world that Dr. Seuss was writing about for children in 1934. They're basically different planets, frankly. So no one was buying that book. Nobody was, people were reading the book that had it, but mm-hmm. nobody was buying that book anymore. But people are buying Cat in the Hat because mm-hmm. he's an iconic and beloved figure. So what do you do? You get rid of the bad stuff so you don't ever lose the cash cow. You don't ever lose redfish, bluefish if you're willing to part ways with I think I ran a zoo because the problematic content, you're showing that you're trying to remove problematic content. And so they're going, they're not going to, they are making more money because they're getting to keep their top franchises in place. Like the Lorax is not getting canceled. You know what I mean? Until they find a reason to. No, but the issue is if they find a reason to cancel Dr. Seuss, him, the man, then it all goes. Right now, six books. They said these six books are offensive. They have, you know, literal, you know, written interviews with Dr. Seuss saying he acknowledges that some of his early books were offensive. So get rid of those. And then the Lorax and the Cat in the Hat and the Grinch can continue to make trillions of dollars. If you don't, it starts on Mulberry Street and it works its way all the way back to the actual Dr. Seuss. And then you lose the whole thing. Which would be a shame because not everything that he did was problematic. And I don't believe, I haven't seen very much at all, claiming that he particularly was problematic. I mean, he was a World War II propagandist. That was his job before the children's book thing. So he was against the Nazis. He was against the rise of nationalism in America and people like Charles Lindbergh. So the idea that he's anti-Semitic, I have not seen that anywhere other than on Twitter, people saying he's an anti-Semite. And again, we have plenty of anti-Semites that we haven't canceled, like Walt Disney, like Henry Ford. So I don't, I don't see him. I don't see how someone who is so against 
the Axis powers and against the rise of, you know, nationalism in America back then could be an anti-Semite. But I'm sure someone has something that could potentially change my mind. But he also professionally drew racist depictions of Asians as a propagandist. That was his job. To get people excited about the war effort with Japan. So, of course, he has racist images. He grew up in 1934. They couldn't put that in the headline. Or whatever it was. But the headline was the headline was they stopped selling six books. Everyone else blew it up. The headline was pretty simple: we're not selling these six books anymore because like, we upset people no. throughout the years and generations. Frankly, they didn't have to say anything if they didn't want to. They could have said we're not publishing these six books anymore. Or maybe that's the difference. Maybe if they hadn't said why, they just said, "Yeah, we're, we're discontinuing these six books from publication." Then what would everybody have been crying then? No, of course not, because the six books, no one reads. No one knows them. I've read, I've read one of six. I don't know anyone who's read all six of those books. But because they told us why, because they took the extra step as to explaining their thinking, now it's cancel culture. And that's I mean, the only reason why. If they had a history, it's not censorship. No one told them to do it. You can't be censored if you did it yourself. That you really think that all of a sudden they're like, yep, yes, years, and I think that because it's literally what they said because they're bending to the will of these people. That but there was no one asking for it. How is it the will of the people if no one? They were anticipating it. If they were anticipating, that's basically bending to it. Like for years, nothing happened. No outrage. No one has ever been. There was still no outrage. The outrage has come exclusively from people who don't think the book should have been canceled. Exactly. That has been the entire outrage. The people who are against cancel culture are outraged that these books were taken off the shelves. No one else. This was not cancel culture. The outrage has been exclusively people who are against cancel culture and are using Dr. Seuss as some sort of, you know, touchstone to say, see, it can happen to you too. But Dr. Seuss decided, and I know I keep saying Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss Enterprises, you know, here to pronounce as Dr. Seuss, they decided this. They said, we're going to get rid of these six books. And if they hadn't said why, Nobody would have been mad, but they said why, and that's why everyone's getting all up in arms about it. I mean, seriously, would any of our lives change if they're like, yeah, we're not going to publish Mulberry Street anymore. It's an old book. It's out of date. We're just getting rid of it. Make way for new content. No. Nope. Nobody would have cared. It's only because they said we're doing it because there's some problematic depictions in the book. That's the only reason anyone cares about this. It's because at this yeah. point, gone from just a business decision to censorship. But how is it censorship if they decided it? Because they just censored themselves. Well, if you don't, it's not censorship if you decided not to say it. It literally is. If you decide not to say something, you're being censored? Yeah. How is that censorship? You decided not to say it. They are getting rid of, they are removing these from the market. Because they don't like it anymore. What do you mean? Is that not censorship? No, because it's them. It's theirs. Oh? If you censor yourself too? No. How are you to censor yourself? Literally a thing. I was gonna say I was gonna say something mean, but then I decided no. not to. I censored no, because you get canceled. No, I'm saying that that's not a problem. If I'm like I was gonna say a mean comment, but I did. I self censored. Oh no, it's because I thought about it and said that would be mean. I'm not gonna say it. If you did it yourself, you're not being yeah, censored. What about if you said it? And then twenty years. And someone later, said you're mean as no. hell, and I got fucking canceled for it. Absolutely, and that's like, on me because I said it. No, but then you're like, no, 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 it didn't happen. We're just going to remove it. It didn't happen. They didn't say it didn't happen. We're just going to remove it. 
you, but did you it say it didn't happen? You can't sell it anymore. You can't yeah. read it anymore. You, you can't sell it, it anymore. You can't buy it anymore. Right, because I don't want to sell it anymore. If I took down this podcast in 10 years because I didn't want anyone to hear this conversation, you can't be like, where'd your podcast go? This is censorship. I took it down. No censorship. No censorship. I said I didn't think we had to hear it. Well, so you, I took it down. Yeah, it's it's mine. Like, oh, I own you're it. To, uh, well, they're going to get you anyway, so you might as well do get yourself before they get you. And I don't see a problem with that. It, literally, you're working with a group of people. You're making content. Well, it's, it, you're right. It's just it's sad. It's crazy that we got into. It's not sad. It's it's crazy no, that we got into a world war. Matt, I mean, Matt, you you make like, so many. You make productive conversations podcasts. So you do this actually at a higher <laughs> level than I do. If you put out an episode, you do at a great level that nobody liked, that nobody listened to, that had nothing but negative view, again, nothing problematic in it. It just sucked. Like, all right, my interview. If my interview had, you know, only negative comments, right? Like, why did you have this dumb kid? He's got a dumb voice with dumb glasses. And you said, all right, well, this is hurting my brand. I'm going to take it off because but, nobody likes it. And it's hurting my brand because I'm only getting negative comments about this stupid episode. So let me get rid of it so we can move on and talk about the episodes that everybody generally likes. I would never be like, Matt, why would you censor me? You didn't censor me. Nobody wanted to hear what I had to say. And so well, you just hit off. Doesn't wanna, if someone doesn't have to hear, like if someone, no one cares about it, then it's not censorship anymore? What do you mean if no one cares about it? Like if no one wanted to listen to it, that makes it not censorship anymore? That makes it not good content for a content creator. That's if you write a I book said. that nobody wants that's to read, that's not good. That's not As what I said. As an author, you need to fix that. That's not what I said. I said, if no one wants to listen to it and you remove it, is that censorship? No. Removing something. If I went on Twitter and, and continued to express my beliefs and my views, then it's fine. Matt just wasn't making anything off of the content, so they took it down. Or, yeah, in this I case, Dr. Seuss. I would a comment because if it was good or not, I wouldn't do Well, that. no, I'm, I'm not um, saying you would, but I'm saying if you had a situation where you had to make a decision, do I let this one thing continue to drag down the content that I'm putting out or do I just remove it because nobody liked it? That's a business decision. That's not a censorship thing. I mean, yeah, I would but, say the same thing with these six books. If nobody is reading these books and all it does is expose their brand to liability of getting, you know, actually outraging the Internet, why wouldn't you get rid of it? Why would you keep something that, you know, has the potential to harm did your other self. A lot sales. of people know that there was that that stuff was that bad in there. Like you I said, mean, when you were reading when you were reading Mulberry Street, did it go over your head or like, man, this is not yeah, right. At, no, but, at six, yeah, at six, it didn't <laughs> really resonate with me. But I'm also I'm also not Asian. I mean, I believe Mulberry Street has the Asian depiction. I think that's the issue on that the particular issue on that one. So I don't know. I can't say how somebody who is supposed you know who looks like that quote unquote because no human beings actually look like that but if someone who's being depicted in that way read the book i can't tell you how they would feel i didn't care but i i I looked up to the main character the little white boy who's making you know the parade in his head that's who i resonated with and that's who everyone's supposed to resonate with that's the main character of the book but if you're too busy looking at the way that he depicts you know he has depicted you know your heritage to even get the message of the book, then the book is not serving its purpose. The book is bad. It's not doing its job. And if you have a bad product 
or bad service or bad content that no one likes as a creator, if you keep putting that out there, then you're opening yourself up for people to say, this is bad content. And if they say that, then you, you lose man, money, you lose fans, you lose followers, you lose support. So you just get rid of it. As long as it's your choice, I, does, I, I could not fathom. So last week's episode was a dumpster fire. You both listened to it. Um, uh, audio is missing. Video is missing. I can't even fix it even if I wanted to. Update for anyone who's following that story. I should take it down. I've actually considered taking it down. I was really proud of that episode when I did it. I thought it was a cool topic, but it, it wasn't good work. If I take that episode down tonight, and I very well might, that censorship, it was shit. It was bad work. It wasn't good. And that's why you're taking it down. Now, so I don't think that's censorship. That's just you taking off work because it was bad. But there's so you couldn't do that to all the many movies in the world. And this movie sucked. Um, Jamie Kennedy's ticketed old school sucks. So we can. Uh, Jamie Kennedy we wanted have, to do it. So we're censoring his movie. But if Jamie Kennedy said, "Yeah, this sucks. Movie. Stop playing it." As long as he, as long as he owns then, the rights. But then if you, if you like for him, like, is that movie um, cultural appropriating like hip hop? the hip-hop community, is that a reason to cancel that movie, too? Or is just you cancel it because it just sucks? Well, but again, if he says, I made a movie in which I was culturally appropriating hip-hop, I don't believe that it's a good movie, I believe that it was problematic, and so I'm taking it down, that is no different at all than me saying, last week's episode was a dumpster fire, and I'm taking it down. The only difference is the explanation. The only difference is the explanation. He brought in cultural appropriation. I don't believe I culturally appropriated anything last week. So mine would just be purely because the audio was trash. And if he said, hey, that movie was trash, I'm taking it down. And he didn't mention the hip hop at all. Nobody would be like, wow, Jamie, way to, way to cave to cancel culture. They'd be like, all right, well, it was, a, it was a trash movie and he took it down. It's only because someone would bring up a specific reason that wasn't technical. If I had said the same thing, if I had said I was too hard on conservatives in my last week's episode, and I was pretty hard on them, I'm taking it down. That that would be censorship. That's what I believe. I, I wasn't making anything up. Those are my would views. They would they um, conservatives try to cancel you? Maybe. I mean, I don't not big enough following to actually be canceled by anybody at this point. But I'm just saying, if I had said that instead of the audio was trash, that's the difference between censorship and not. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm asking. I honestly world, don't know. We, I don't think you need to write censorship to as long to, as I'm making the decision. We just need to get to a world where, yes, we teach lessons from art. We talk about why these things don't really hold up or age well anymore. And we just need to not look for everything to get canceled or offended by. We just cannot get so easily offended, which has been... But so we can't, we can't also get offended when too. somebody says, I don't want to publish my book anymore. And that's what happened this week. I mean, this is then pretty much because of Dr. Case, Seuss talking. Just tell Dr. Seuss at first, the Dr. Seuss Enterprise, Mrs. Seuss or whoever it is. Um, <laughs> Seuss, Seuss, someone Seuss in the Jr. cat in a hat. SJ? Someone in a cat in a hat. Uh, say, <laughs> a, hey, we are removing these books ourselves. And yes, we... You know, just just make it clear what you're trying to do with canceling ourselves, and just start that trend. Start start a trend. Canceling, canceling yourself. yourself. But hold on, Rocky, I'm actually curious because 
I think I brought up a decent point. So you heard last week's episode. So you heard the audio issues, right? But you also heard the content. If I put out a, twi- a tweet today saying I felt I was unfairly poking fun or using stereotypes around conservatives and I'm taking down this episode, is that censorship? Yeah. If I say the audio is trash, I'm taking down the episode, is that censorship? No. So that's it. If they had just said we're not selling these books because they're old, didn't mention any of the depictions, just said these are old books, they're stale, we're getting rid of them. There would no censorship. I mean, if it was purely, you know, no, we we got to go purely because that's what they said. I can't. I'm not. I am not Dr. Seuss's, you know, pro, progeny. Uh, progeny. I can't. I don't. I don't wear the big hat. I don't make the decisions. Okay. But let, they put out the statement that said that they took it out because of the depiction. So if their statement had just been these books are old and stale. And we're taking them off the market because they, frankly, aren't worth it. I mean, that's not censorship. Is you know something that is considered removing something that is considered obscene, politically unacceptable, or a threat to security. That's censorship. Yeah, but if they decide it, it's not censorship. That's my thought. If Dr. Sue says mm, this is not a good look, let's get rid of it. So the Chinese government, when they censor their media, like when they do it themselves, well, no, because they didn't produce the media. <laughs> Yeah, they do. No, a, a reporter who doesn't get their story run is not being they, their work. What they're doing is being censored by the government. They made something. The government said, actually, no, you didn't. That's different. If Congress had been like, you know, if an act of Congress had been like, we are hereby banning the sale of, you know, to think I saw it on Mulberry Street, then absolutely that's censorship. I mean, that's without a question. It's literally a textbook example of censorship. But that's not what happened. A private company who has a private product that they've been selling for years said, all right, we're done selling this now. Does it ma- it doesn't matter the reason why. It does matter the reason why. No, it doesn't because we don't, have, we don't have a right to tell them they have to keep selling something. I never they don't that. want to sell it. But there's a difference between stop selling something because it makes sense, you know, from a business point of view, right? And, so, and stop to stop selling images that are going to be problematic makes sense from a from a business standpoint. It just does. No, because these have been, as you said, published since the '30s. If these were problematic, they would have been an issue, you know, five, ten, twenty, thirty, forty years ago. But the '90s and 2021 are yeah. different. It, you could still cancel people back. Then. I know you could, but I'm saying there perhaps there wasn't a need. Perhaps it wasn't outside of, you know, cultural acceptance were, that books at that were they point. Better, they were better sellers at that point. I'm sure this book hasn't sold in a while, by the way. But I'm just saying, to be like, well, we didn't cancel this in the 80s, so why would we cancel it now? I mean, we used to wear freaking, you know, headbands to work out in the 80s, and we don't now. <laughs> what do you mean? Things change. Culture changes. That's the whole point of culture. It's, it, culture is always modern. It's always present. It's never, you know, there's a past culture and there will be a future culture, but the culture is always present. You can't be like, you can't say, oh, well, it was good in the 80s. It's good enough now. Well, the 80s are not now. Now is now. 80s were 80s. 30s were 30s. Everything has its place. If, you know, these six books no longer have a place, then they have no place. And it's, again, a business decision so long as the business decided to do it because they said these products have no place. But if the business was forced to by an outside entity or an outside agent, then sure. But honestly, I don't know if you can consider 
the readers of your books to be an outside entity. If you're making books for you know a million people and a million people say, we don't want to read your books because we don't like them anymore, you don't make books anymore. You're not an author if you have no one reading. So if your readers are like, yeah, you should get rid of this, that's not censorship. That's listening to your, your market. <laughs> They'd be like, well, tough, guys. This is the book I'm putting out. Read it or don't. Okay, then they don't. And now you're not an author anymore. How is that better? It's not censorship just because you don't cave to what your people want. Are you kidding me? If you're making books for people and they say, don't make that book, we hate it. And you say, well, tough, this is the book I made. Then you have to accept that no one's going to read your book. You have to look at why things are being stopped. Like why things are, you know. Yeah, I just told you why. Because nobody wants to That's why that conversation comes in. Why did they say we need to get rid of the book about the zoo? Because there was problematic depictions. They They told us why. And then that censorship. But if no one wants to look at it, then how is it censorship? That's not, that's literally not what you said, though. You literally just said it was because of problematic depictions, not it, because it, of that video. nobody wants to look at. If nobody wanted to look at it, that's totally different. But that's, well, not that's what why they did it. They're not going to stop selling a book. They're not going to stop selling a book that's doing good. Are you kidding me? What about those parents who want to introduce their kid, new parents introducing their kids? They get the nice big pack of uh, Dr. Seuss books. They're all going to be I there. Mean, Cat in the Hat, yeah, but, Grinch, but not the Mulberry. Green Eggs in Ham. Not the Mulberry Street or the Zoo. Okay. Because what if those books had never been written? What if he just didn't write that? The, I, I, if I ran the zoo, book? we would talk about uh, how Doctor Moose got. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like that, you're going with a what if? Like, what if Doctor Seuss died at childbirth? Then we'd all be reading Charles Dickens. Maybe he made us dumber. I don't know, but that's not what happened. <laughs> what happened is he wrote these books, and then his company said, "Nah, we're not going to sell these books anymore." There's when no have other you ever seen that happened. What? When have you ever seen that happen in movies where they're like, I don't like this movie anymore. We're just not going to sell it anymore. Gone with the Wind. Do they not sell it anymore? They took it off of streaming for like a month. Do they not sell it anymore? No, they, the state decided as a business to bring it back. <laughs> yeah. They, no one's going to forget. Mulberry Street is all of what, 20 pages? If they decide to put a big old board on the front page and start reprinting it next year, that's exactly what they'll do. And honestly, it might be exactly what they end up doing because so many people got so mad about literally nothing. Because that they might be like, like you've got a chance to sell this book away. now, a book that nobody was buying. Now they'll buy it. So let's just slap the warning on there. Maybe take out a page or two or change the illustration. There's plenty of people who have practiced like Seuss era drawing. So they can absolutely mimic him and just take the offensive part out if they really wanted to. And they might very well do that. Be like, hey, guys, it's back. And try and get all that money from those people who cried about a children's book they never actually read. <laughs> but then you're rewriting history. What? Then you're rewriting history if you change, literally change the book. If Dr. Seuss is the one who wrote it, then his company can do whatever they want to it. It's but his art. And change it's it. His art. You have to. You have to say it's a different book. Obviously, they would have. They would tell you it's a different book. They would say new edition. Or they yes. would say whatever, and they would put the little warning in the front. And they might very well do that, would that be now that. to try and capitalize on all the people who are, you know, 50 years old who are going to buy a children's book just to own the libs. That's exactly what's going to happen. Actually, I'm more convinced now than I was when I got into this that that's exactly what they're going to end up doing. Selling this book to a group of people who, again, have never read the book originally, who are just trying to own Twitter. But who knows? Maybe they'll actually keep it canceled. 
because they believe it should be canceled. And if you make that decision yourself, is it even really canceling? I don't think so. Certainly not censorship if you decided to do it yourself. Like the idea that self-censor, whatever pops in your head, you should say, otherwise you're censoring yourself. That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And if it is, you know, by definition, self-censorship, that's fine. Then I have no problem with self-censorship. It's got to be self. And in this case, in the case of the potato head, and in the case of Warner with the Lola Bunny, they all decided themselves to make edits or just flat out review of content they didn't think was good anymore. And Lola Bunny is a little different. Lola Bunny is a little different, yes, than Dr. Seuss. I don't think there's any politics behind the Lola Bunny thing. It's just a remodel. It's a I think it's just a change in art style. I think That's so, too. a more but, modern way to look at it. But people are freaking out about it because they got rid of her short shorts. People are freaking out about Lola Bunny because that was like everyone's, what do they call it? Like fur pill. That's how they got fur pilled. You ever heard I don't that? Know what that means? And I, like, I almost don't want to know. Like when you discover you like furries. Oh well, I mean, I I watched that movie and I don't like furries. So like, um, no, but that's how that's like. Same with Sonic, and a lot of people love like the Sonic characters from like the Sonic TV shows because that's how they were fur pilled and defining this stuff. I yeah, guess. And I'm just and Zootopia too. Yeah, like Zootopia is a big one. Yeah. Oh my God, this is this has gone off the rails. We ended up in furry. How did we end up with furries? <laughs> Conversation about shows? censorship on the internet. <laughs> I mean, it all goes back to furries. It all goes back to furries, exactly. No, you're right. Lola Bunny's different. I think it's just it's been a trillion years since the last movie. And art's different. I actually didn't even notice until I actually, actually no, it's not that different. It's been a trillion uh, years since a trillion years since the last movie, and art is different now. That's why they changed Lola Bunny. It's why they changed Mr. Lola Bunny was changed. It's why they changed Doctor Seuss. I assumed it'd be a huge change. Like I thought they totally redid the characters. No, they just put her in a longer shirt. They just like changed her legs and yeah. like changed her clothing, and like she looks the same. I think so too. I mean, like, if you again, quickly, she's not as sexualized, but she they looks look the same very thing. similar. Like I didn't even notice the difference at first. They, and they probably won't play like the sultry music and stuff every time she walks in the room. You know what I mean? They probably won't use those music cues with the or the hearts and the eyes and all that stuff. They'll probably, you know, keep her more as like, you know, one of the one of the top players on the team. I don't know. That movie's gonna suck. It doesn't really matter. That movie, they may end up removing that movie just purely because it sucks. <laughs> but whatever. LeBron James has been this has been a, a dream of people for I don't even know how long. Years. Right. I love Space Jam. I love so Space I love- Jam also. Me too. I don't know. I think we're pretty much out of time. We didn't get to Elmer Fudd. I was going to say, Elmer Fudd has lost his gun in all of the new cartoons. Um, he's no longer carrying a rifle. He has an axe or other manner of, <laughs> of weapon for him to chase he's around. Bugs Bunny. To, you know, beat a bunny to death with an axe or a baseball bat or whatever. Then yeah, I, I mean, listen, the fact is he never actually... I mean, I, the one gag is when he shoots um, Since when Daffy. Since gun ever actually killed somebody? Elmer's no. never. <laughs> no one. There's never been a single cartoon gun that literally. Usually, ends usually they tie. It, yeah, they usually tie it in a knot. Like their you know, face, like goes black and charred or whatever. Well, they, all right, and I can see if you want to get rid of that gag where where they shoot the where they shoot Daffy and his like bill turns sideways. Turns around because he did technically get shot. I mean, you know, he, Daffy took one to the dome. Whether he survived or not, that is, that's still technically shooting. So if you want to get rid of that, okay. But again, no one's asking for it. No one's been like, you must remove Elmer Fudd's gun or else. They're like, hey, 
We have a gun violence epidemic in America. Let's get rid of the gun. Is it purely symbolic and has absolutely no bearing on gun violence in America? For sure. But who are we to tell someone what they can and cannot do with their character? Just because he's always had a gun doesn't mean he needs to have a gun. And I know that this is a slippery slope. Like, when do you stop editing things? Uh, eventually. You know, the line is somewhere. We just got to find it. And I don't Can think I ask you, do you do you personally are you OK to show these these TV shows? Like, would you be when you become a father? Mm-hmm. Are you going to show the Looney Tunes? If, are you going to feel are you going to feel uncomfortable for showing the Looney Tunes? I mean, I'll this? be honest. I don't know. I mean, or I don't think it'll be any, any, early, any early shows from our childhood that shows cartoon violence. And stuff like that. Tom and Jerry is that problematic for you personally, Ryan? Like, are you no. offended watching Tom and Jerry? Uh, no, I don't know anyone who is offended cool. watching Tom and Jerry. But I mean, I if they wanted to watch, can them, you like, show Tom your kids Jerry, yeah. Dr. Seuss? Yeah, why not? Because they would. I can't show them Mulberry Street because that is no longer for sale. But all the rest of them, sure. Would you have shown Mulberry Street just to like look at the catalog? I don't know. Probably not. I don't think I would have bought the book. Like, for my kids. Did, I mean, but did, but did you know? Did you know coming into this a few weeks? Did you know that Mulberry Street had these problematic images? I barely remember the story. Yeah, so I'm saying like, because it would be part of the Mulberry Street, part of all like the great, like the greatest hits album of of um, Doctor Seuss. I'm just wondering, would you personally be okay with with still having that book in there? And if, say that like, if my have, mom like, ever finds collection, book. This antique. Are you gonna rip it? Are you gonna rip it no. up? Are you gonna burn it? If my yeah, mom ever, well, no, that's book burning. You should never burn a book that's already in existence. That would be censorship. If I, if we all got together and said we're all gonna, you know, go to the libraries, steal these books, and burn them in the street, but that's not what's happening. If my mom ever finds Mulberry Street, and then you know, and I, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have a family someday, and they end up seeing that book. While at grandma's house, because it's just one of a trillion books my mom has from teaching elementary school for, you know, decades, which is why she has it. She's been teaching elementary school forever. So not 1934, but still Uh, like and they see it and they're like and they read it. I'm not going to freak out. I'm not going to be like, no, drop the book. But no, I'm not going to seek out that content for a kid. I mean, it doesn't it's not relevant. It, It just isn't in addition to being impossible to do now. It's also just not relevant. Whatever whatever you want to read is what you should be reading. Whatever you want to watch, what you should be watching. I'm not going to be like, you have to watch Keenan and Kel. If I'm watching Keenan and Kel, I'm like, this is funny. I'm not going to stop them. You know what I mean? But like, whatever is popular at the time, that's what they're going to watch. I'm not an idiot. I'm not going to be like, nope, we're not watching what everyone at your school is watching. We're going to watch something different because older is better. Because older is almost never better. Maybe for us, because of nostalgia, but there's no difference. The nostalgia we feel for like SpongeBob or whatever, like they're gonna feel that for like Chowder or I don't even know that he's he got he's no longer a thing. What's okay. what's a kids TV show right now? Like a big one. Well, like uh, what's a, a big, big t- a big a big kids TV show? No, like like a popular kids TV, not not a big kids TV show, a popular kids TV show. No SpongeBob. Uh, Blaze and the Magic Monster Jet Blaze and the Magic Monster Jams. Boom, that one. That people will feel the same way about Blaze Blaze's monster trucks or whatever you just said as we feel yeah. about SpongeBob. <laughs> like it's their childhood. Really but 
you know, the future is not going to feel the same way. You can't be like, oh, you have no respect for SpongeBob. They've never seen SpongeBob. SpongeBob is a trillion years old. Why would they care? Of course, they're not. That's a bad example. They're still making SpongeBob's. It is. SpongeBob is apparently evergreen, but you know what I mean. Or like the Power Rangers. They're not popular anymore. You know? I don't know. I just feel like the idea that we have to preserve the past for the future. Like, we do that on our own. Like SpongeBob. (laughs) We do that on our own. SpongeBob works. And so it's still here. You know what I mean? Like, shows that don't work work are not still here. But I think we should wrap it up there with a agree to disagree. Uh, (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) But I do appreciate, again, I knew you guys were both going to disagree with me. It's why I had you come on. So I didn't just rant into a microphone uh, like a a lunatic. I almost said like a loony tin Um, uh, for 40 minutes. So anything the two of you want to plug real quick, besides, of course, your social, uh, before we wrap up. Uh, just check out the Productive Conversations podcast every Monday and Thursday on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. Absolutely. And this week, we have The Company to promote their new album, Let's Talk, a Monday, March 8th episode. It's a classic, and there are the classic. We have Ty Hart on Thursday, March 11th to discuss OnlyFans, New York City Living, and what makes her special in this. Yeah, you should actually watch that one, Rocky. I know you know. And the OnlyFans movie. It's not weird, but... Yeah, I know a lot about OnlyFans. Weirdo. <laughs> but um, listen to Productive Conversations podcast, of course. Also, listen to the Tweet Cap. As I mentioned in my uh, YouTube video last week, my heartfelt YouTube apology video. Everyone has one. Um, <laughs> this is going to be audio only for the time being. I'm still figuring out a way to get back on YouTube, but I can't. I can't do it on this computer that I'm currently recording on, and I don't have the funds for a different computer at the time. Uh, this time. So, um. Again, please listen. Uh, someone actually texted me. Someone who listens suggested I put the audio only on YouTube. I don't know how I feel about that. Like looking at a screen of like our logo and hearing this, I might do it. We'll have to see. If you like that idea, tweet to me at t tweetcap. Um, let me know that you agree or you disagree. You know, obviously like and subscribe on YouTube for the old content and find us on Spotify, Apple, uh, I think Pandora now. Pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts, Tweetcap will be there. And with that, I want to once again thank my guests, Rocky and Matt, and wish everyone a good night.